So you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter. Thanks for being here with us tonight. For the first time in quite a while it's been, um, I'm actually doing this solo by myself tonight. Um, just kind of been feeling peopled out these past couple days, and you know, that's not always the worst thing. Um, however, I am looking forward to CCW this Saturday night, so let's kind of talk about the fifth anniversary show that took place about a month ago, and then we'll kind of talk about what's to come this Saturday. So, uh, the show last month was actually Cape Championship Wrestling's fifth anniversary, and it was a really, really good show. If you haven't seen it yet, um, make sure you go back on Fight TV or the replay. It's a really, really great show. Probably one of my favorite shows of the year so far, but, um... However, on Fight TV, what you won't see is the pre-show match that happened that night. It was Ryu Kendrick, Denzel Rollins, and El Jabernito taking on The Singularity and Ken Dang. And in this match, The Singularity and Ken Dang picked up the victory. Uh, Despite losing, I really think that Ryu Kendrick... Denzel Rollins and El Jabernino, they all got the show out pretty well. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what those three gentlemen can do. Um, I've seen Ryu Kendrick plenty of times. Uh, haven't really got to see a lot of Denzel Rollins or El Jabernito. So definitely going to be keeping my eyes on them. Uh, I loved the rap that Ryu Kendrick did whenever he came out. He kind of dissed his opponents, kind of like basic thugonomics John Cena did back in the day. So that was really, really cool to see. Um, he's been doing the the rap promos, but it was kind of cool to see him do that like at the actual show. I think that fit him pretty well. Um, actually, I said you can't go and watch the pre-show on Fight TV, but if you go to the Infinite's YouTube page... The match is on there, so that's where you can watch that match if you're interested in seeing seeing it. Uh, the main card, this was this was a hell of a card. Uh, the Crowleys defeated the besties in the world in a really, really incredible opening match. And I've said this several times, and I'll say it and say it again over and over. You always need to start the show out strong, and this... This was the perfect match for it. Um, of course, we had we had the Crowleys versus the Besties back in May, but Joey O'Reilly got involved in that. And then in, then at Inferno, we had the Triple Threat Tag Team match. It was the Crowleys, the Besties, and uh, our version of the Low Lives. So it was kind of cool to get to finally see a Crowley's Besties match without any interference. Uh, that's exactly what we got. And, I mean, I think it lived up to the height. I personally enjoyed it. The next match was a six-man tag team match. It was the Trendsetters and Walker Hayes. 
taking on the Mecha Brothers and Can't Miss Xavier Walker. If you haven't seen Can't Miss Xavier Walker, you're missing out. That is a hell of a talent, I'll tell you what. Uh, the winners of the match were the Mega Bros and Xavier Walker. But the big story is what took place after the match. Trent Daniels betrays J.J. Walker and sides with Walker Hayes. So it's going to be Trent Daniels and Walker Hayes now, I guess. And I, I hate to say this. I, I think you all know where I'm going with this. It's no secret that... We had J.J. Walker on a previous episode here at Four Sides. And uh, some things happened that I would have rather not happened. If you want to go back and listen to that episode. Uh, but J.J., if you're listening to this right now, I think I told you so, man. I think I was right. I hate to be that guy, but is what it is. I just hope that now you will be able to put yourself on a better path because you truly do have a lot of talent. And I think now that you don't have Trent Daniels with you, I think this is going to be your time to shine, man. Despite what happened between us on our episode, this is your time to shine and to show everybody what you can really do, man. Um, the next match was Dangerous and Delicious defending the tag team titles against our version of the Low Lives, which is Joey O'Reilly and Calvin Aldridge. And no role models consisting of Mr. All That Matters ATM and Eli Rossi. Um, Chris Hendricks out with a little injury right now. We hope you get better soon, Chris. Another incredible match, though, and no role models... They were on the verge of victory. It looked like this was going to be it for Dangerous and Delicious's tag team title reign. But Dangerous and Delicious used that veteran instinct that they have. And they capitalized on the damage done to the lowlifes by no role models. And they were able to pick up that win. And they are still the tag team champions. Some people may call it a controversial win. But at the end of the day... You have to look at it this way. Dangerous and Delicious. They've been tag team champions for over a year, guys. And there's a reason for that. That reason is because they're a master of their craft. But the next match was one of my personal favorites of the night. KLD taking on Impact Wrestling's Jake Something. I've said this several times and I'll, I'll say it again. I've seen this match several times. But there's something truly special about seeing that CCW. There's something special about seeing that match at home. And it was an incredible, outstanding match. If you look up Hoss Fight in a picture dictionary, you're going to see these two gentlemen's pictures. Uh, KLD going on to defeat Jake something, though. Uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the preview for this show or not but um i've seen like i said i've seen this match several times but i've always seen jake something come out on top so it, it was nice to see kev get a win in this little thing um sure this won't be the last time they face off against one another either 
Like, there's plenty more matches between these two guys. Uh, we had a little intermission, and after the intermission, we we went to the CCW Legends ceremony. So this was five years of CCW we were celebrating that night. So we had a little ceremony to kind of look back at some of the people that contributed to CCW along the way. Um, just kind of a list of people. We had the first CCW general manager, Hunter Hendricks, a.k.a. Double H. We had Ken Murphy, who is the founder of CCW. Um, none of this would have ever happened if it wasn't for Ken Murphy. So, Ken, if you're listening to this, thank you. You have all the respect in the world for me. Uh, Big Lee, former owner of Cape Championship Wrestling, co-owner, I might say, uh, host of the Big Lee's World and one of my best friends. Shout out to you, Big Lee. Uh, Brian Rhodes, former timekeeper. Uh, Kelly Blankenship, former referee. It was really, really good to see Kelly, by the way. It was really, really good to see everybody. Uh, Osby Tomlin, of, who, of course, the second general manager of CCW, did a little bit of wrestling. Uh, Diamond Doll, who was the former women's champion, uh, one of the original, I, I call them the original two or three or four. Ah, you know what? We had this discussion when we were talking with Lil Bit. Um, she's one of the original women in CCW. So. Always good to see Diamond Doll. A Blaster, former tag team champion. Do I need to say anything else about Blaster? Probably one of the biggest fan favorites that CCW had in its early days. Uh, Ali Bear, former camera girl and commentator. Sexy Sarge O'Reilly, former tag team champion, pure openweight champion. Uh, maybe one of the bigger fan favorites besides Blaster. Uh, still to this day, actually, uh, he'll be at the show this weekend, or he's advertised for it. Uh, and if I forgot anyone, I do apologize, but just a big thank you to anyone that has ever contributed to CCW's success. And like I said, coming back from the year mission slash legend ceremony, here's to another five years of CCW. But back to the action, we had Hollis Jarreau. Winning the Pure Openweight Championship by defeating Jake Lander in Impact Wrestling's Rohit Raju. Uh, he's now a three-time Pure Openweight Champion. We might as well just call it the Hollis Jarreau Championship at this point. <laughs> but for real, uh, Hollis said he was going to pin the champion to win that belt. And that's exactly what he did. You don't, you don't have to like Hollis, but... You gotta respect him as a man of his word. And of course, it's a shame that Jake Lander lost the belt so soon, but hopefully he'll get a chance to win that title back. Uh, overall, I thought this was a really great match to bring the fans back from intermission and, of course, the emotional legend ceremony. Next match was another Hoss fight, just like KLD versus Jake something earlier that night. It was heavyweight hustle Calvin Takeman taking on the monster of the Midwest, Baracus. Calvin Takeman, of course, was representing Mr. 100. Baracus representing Mr. Jeff O'Dell. And $20,000 would go to the winner of that match. It was $10,000 of Mr. 100's money, 
versus ten thousand dollars of Jeff Oldell's money. And like I said in the preview for this show, this did give me Andre the Giant versus Big John Stud WrestleMania One vibes. I mean, I know it wasn't a body slam challenge, but hey, put the pieces together, you figure it out. Um, I now that I think about it, I actually went back and watched that match today on Fight TV. Uh, if you have not, you should totally order that pay-per-view, guys. But I was just looking at the way Baracus works and moves in the ring. And I do, I get a lot of Andre vibes from Baracus. So, uh, Baracus, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, man. I love you, buddy. Uh, it looked like Calvin Tankman was actually going to get that pinfall victory over Baracus. But Jeff Odell pulls the referee out and... Understandably so, the referee disqualifies Baracus, giving Calvin Tankman the win, meaning that Shen Young, Mr. 100, wins $20,000. Jeff Odell, however, did try to retreat, but Osby Tomlin was there to stop him. Uh, Osby took the briefcase, Jeff Odell retreated, and Mr. 100 got the money. And after the match... Osby Tomlin and Mr. 100, uh, if you know CCW's history well like I do, you'll know the history between these two men. Uh, They had an intense stare down, but after a minute or so, they ended up shaking hands. Uh, Bearing of the hatchet, perhaps? I'll let you be the judge of that. Next match was Lil Bit defending the CCW Women's Championship against Blair Onyx. Not a whole lot to say about this match, but I will say I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought these two worked really well together. I may even go as far as to say this was probably one of my favorite women's matches in CCW since uh, Tootie Lynn versus Kelly Klein from Super Show 3. Um... You guys know how I feel about that match. I, I hold that match close to my heart. Uh, I hope we continue to see more female talent from the area or the surrounding areas come into CCW to fight a little bit for that women's title. A little bit, of course, picking up the win in that match, retain the women's championship. Uh, the semi-main event was the problem child Aaron Roberts taking on the walking weapon Josh Alexander, the X-Division champion of Impact Wrestling. Everyone in that building, and I'm not kidding, everyone in that building had their eyes glued to this match. It was absolutely amazing. Definitely lived up to the hype. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Roberts, he gave his everything in that match, and he kept up with one of the best wrestlers in the world today. It says a lot. Uh, It says a lot about the fight in someone when they literally have to be knocked out to lose the match. Aaron was not giving up. He was not tapping out. He wasn't getting pinned. Josh Alexander literally had to knock out Aaron Roberts to defeat him. If that doesn't say a lot about the fight and the problem child, I don't know what does. I'm just going to say it, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see a rematch. So, whoever wants to make that happen, feel free to do so. 
The main event that night, however, was Brandon Barbwire defending the CCW Heavyweight Championship against Warhorse in a street fight. And this, this was the closest I've seen somebody come to dethroning Brandon Barbwire in his current reign so far. It was close. Uh, Hollis Jarreau, Ken Dang from the Pinnacle attempted to assist the champ, but in, in my opinion, one of CCW's most shocking moments, if not the most shocking moment, Jake Durden, Dirty Jake Durden, makes his return to CCW after being gone for two years. Hollis and Ken want nothing to do with Jake Durden, understandably so. That is a that is a scary man. Uh, they retreat. And it appeared that Jake Durden, it appeared that he was going to help Four Horse. But Durden ends up swerving everyone in the building, and he costs War Horse the title. Now, I know I said in the preview leading up to the anniversary show i know i said that this is probably going to be warhorse's last chance at the title and I, I hate to say it but i gotta stick with that even though it ended like it did with jake durden interfering i mean warhorse he gave it his best he put up one hell of a fight against brandon barbed wire but I don't think even he could have been ready for Jake Durden. Nobody was expecting that. Now, what is to be confirmed or not confirmed, and I can neither confirm or deny this at this time, does Jake Durden have any affiliation with the Pinnacle? That's still up in the air. That question may be answered Saturday night. It may not. I don't know. You have to show up to find out. But after the main event, we had a little confrontation between Brandon Barbwire, the CCW champion, and CCW's general manager, Papa Stunt. Now, if you've been following along on Facebook, Brandon Barbwire believes that there's this conspiracy set up by Papa Stunt to take that title off of him. Because Papa Stunt would continue to bring in big names to try to take the title off of Brandon. So Brandon finally got the chance to confront Papa Stunt about this. And Papa Stunt basically said, There's no conspiracy, Brandon. I just don't like you. I just don't like the way you do things. And Brandon believed that there was a mutual respect between him and the Stunt family. But then and there, Brandon Barbwire said that that mutual respect is dead between them. Uh, Brandon went on to threaten Papa Stunt, but out comes another surprise. Marco Stunt to save the day and lay out the champ. After that, Marco, he announces the next month's show, which would be Marco Stunt's birthday bash. And that he is going to be challenging Brandon Barbwire for the CCW Heavyweight Championship. But that's not it. He also said that since Jeff O'Dell is going to be in Brandon Barbwire's corner, 
Marco said his best friend is going to be in his corner. And that is the Spanish god Sammy Guevara. And Marco also said that two more of his friends will be there as well. That's the bad boy Joey Janela and the master of the Tornado DDT, Fuego del Sol, who just recently got signed with AEW. So that's the show we're going to talk about right now. The fifth anniversary of CCW was a great show, but this Saturday we have CCW and Armstrong Outdoors presenting Marco Stunt's birthday bash Saturday, August 28th at the AC Brazi Arena building in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. General admission tickets can be purchased at the door. I know front row is sold out. Second row may be sold out. It probably is. Um, I don't think tickets will be on sale online anymore when this gets posted. So best bet is at the door. So first match we got is Dangerous and Delicious defending the tag team titles against No Role Models and the Crowleys. Um, the Crowleys never gotten a CCW tag team title match at CCW to my knowledge. So this is their first shot at the tag team titles. Uh, no Role Models, of course, familiar with the tag team division at CCW as well. Dangerous and Delicious. Uh, my picks for this match, who do I think is going to win? I think it's going to be Dangerous and Delicious personally because uh, last month's triple threat match, that veteran instinct kicked in. And with this being a triple threat tag team match, I think I think that veteran instinct is going to kick in again. So um, Dangerous and Delicious, again, been tag team champions for well over a year now so i think their tag team title reign is going to continue not to say that no role models won't get it eventually but i don't think saturday is going to be the night love those guys but it, it is what it is man also in a grudge six-man tag team match we have trent daniels walker hayes and ken dang taking on the mega brothers and J.J. Walker. So earlier we were talking about the betrayal from Trent Daniels to J.J. Walker. The end of the trendsetters. I think that's going to play a big role in this match. Of course you've got Dalton Anthony and Trent Daniels at each other's throats as well. So that's going to be another factor in the match. Uh, Walker Hayes and Ken Dang previously have teamed up together. Uh, we've seen it maybe twice in CCW. Those two guys seem like they're all business, so I think they're just there to kick some ass. Uh, Mega Brothers, they've been on a row lately. Not a whole lot else to say about them. Uh, my pick for this match is going to be J.J. Walker and the Mega Bros. Not only because the Mega Bros are on a roll, like I was saying... But because I think JJ's going to be out looking for some revenge against Trent Daniels. And I think that's going to give them the edge that they need to pick up that win that night. We got a debut, though. We got the debuting Chris Black taking on Sexy Sarge O'Reilly, who's a legend at CCW. I don't really know much of anything about Chris Black, to be honest. Uh, so I can't really... I can't really 
decide whether he's going to win or lose just because, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the guy. But I will say that it's always good to see uh, debuting people at CCW, and it's always good to see Sexy Sarge. Another match that I'm not going to be able to make a pick on is the Baracus Open Challenge. And I'm not going to be able to make a pick because I don't know who his opponent is. And you guys don't know who it is either. You can speculate, but you don't know. The only way you'll know for sure is if you watch on Fight TV or if you go to the show this Saturday night. Which you should really do both. But if you can only do one or the other, I understand. But I will say that also in action will be Mike Outlaw, Jake Durden, Peyton Ayers, The Singularity, Ryu Kendrick, Denzel Rollins, and El Jabernillo. So who knows? It could be any of those guys. Uh, also, Mr. 100 reveals the newest member of House 100. Again, it could be any of the guys I just listed above. It could be somebody else. Who knows? I mean, that's kind of another thing I can't really make a pick on. I'm just kidding, guys. It, it's me. I'm the new House 100 member. I always wanted to be in House 100, so... Yeah, that's not really me. Uh, what if, though? What if? The women's title will be on the line. Uh, the Pinnacle Princess, Lil' Bit, defending against Queen Caitlyn in a battle of royalty. That is a heck of a tagline. Let me tell you what. Uh, Queen Caitlyn been doing some stuff in championship wrestling for Memphis. I've kind of seen her work in the Tennessee area a few times. So, uh, not too terribly familiar with her, but, uh... A little familiar. More familiar than I am with Chris Black. Uh, looking forward to seeing what Chris Black can do, though. Uh, my pick for this match is Lil Bit. Not just because I know... Or not because I know more about Lil Bit than Queen Caitlyn, but... Um, I think the pinnacle numbers are going to come into play in this match. I mean, you got Jeff Boldell in Lil Bit's corner. And he could just call any member of the Pinnacle to come down any time and interfere in the match. And I think that's going to be in Lil Bit's favor. I got her retaining the CCW Women's Championship. Another title match, we got Hollis Jarreau of the Pinnacle defending the Pure Openweight Championship against Fuego Del Sol, who, again, just signed with AEW. So this is a pretty big deal. For him to come to CCW. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Fuego's night though. I think he's going to put. He's going to put up a heck of a fight. It's going to be a banger for sure. But again. Pinnacle numbers baby. And not just that. With Fuego getting signed to AEW. And having all the stuff in his life happen that it is right now. Is he going to have time to scout Hollis Jarreau? Is he going to have time to sit down and watch Hollis Jarreau tape? Which is very, very hard to find, by the way. But uh, I have Hollis retaining the pure openweight championship in this match. But uh, ultimately, fans are going to be the winner of this match. And the next match, which is KLD... Taking on the bad boy Joey Janela. Man, I'm excited for this one. I'm 
every KLD match just seems to be a match that blows me away. Like, KLD's athleticism is just once in a lifetime. You don't see... You don't see a guy that big move as quickly as KLD does. And I think that and his size, I think that's going to get him to win in this match. I think I think KLD is going to beat the bad boy. I may be wrong. Who knows? But the main event, I do know, is Brandon Barbwire being accompanied to the ring by Jeff O'Dell. Representing the Pinnacle, taking on Marco Stunt, accompanied by the Spanish god Sammy Guevara. It is for the CCW Heavyweight Championship. This will be Brandon Barbwire's fifth title defense in his current reign. And it's not just the title reign here, Brandon Barbwire is pissed. At the stunt family. After what took place last month. Heck, what after what's been taking place these past few months. I mean, Papa Stunt's been putting Brandon Barbwire against top stars. And attempt to take that title off of him, according to Brandon. Uh, nothing's worked so far. Uh, will this be the time, though? Will Marco Stunt beat Brandon Barbwire and become a two-time CCW champion? Yeah, that's right. Marco Stunt's won that belt before there's only there's only an elite group of people that have won the CCW title more than one time Jackson Crowley and Brandon Barbwire Jackson Crowley was a three-time champion Brandon Barbwire of course a two-time champion I don't can't think of anybody else who's won the CCW title more than once. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Will Marco Stunt be the third person to do that? You know, I think Marco Stunt has a good chance. But I don't think it's gonna I don't think he's gonna do it. I think Brandon Barbwire is gonna retain the title and that's nothing against Marco. I love Marco. But again, the pinnacle numbers. And not only that Brandon Barbwire is pissed off. And like I've always said, a pissed off Brandon Barbwire is a very, very dangerous Brandon Barbwire. And from my experience seeing Brandon Barbwire these past five years, I think he's going to use that anger to pick up the win. Again, I could be wrong. I'm just speaking off personal experience based off what I've seen in the past. Nonetheless, the fans will be the ultimate winner of this show. Marco Stunt's birthday bash this Saturday night, guys. Be there. If you can't be there, watch on Fight TV. It's going to be an incredible show. I mean, you got Marco Stunt, Joey Janela, Fuego Del Sol. That's three AEW superstars coming in. For a show in Cape Girardeau this Saturday night, that's that's pretty amazing. Honestly, that is that's super show quality, guys. I know I say it a lot, but you really, really do not want to miss this show if you're in the area and you call yourself a fan of professional wrestling. It's going to be a spectacular night, and I hope to see you all there.
But for now, we're going to wrap up this episode. So thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, hope to see you at the show this Saturday. If not, hope to see you guys at some future shows. I know we're going to be down in Charleston in September for the Ashland McClure Memorial Show. That's a that's a show that's very, very close to CCW. So uh, if you can't make it out for this show this Saturday, make sure you make it to Charleston in September to support a good cause. Um, again, uh, Fight TV, watch past CCW shows or the pay-per-view this Saturday night should be on Fight TV. Um, make sure you make sure you go to foresidesiv.com to get all of our social media links. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have TeePublic for merchandise. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other select podcast platforms. But until then, I'm going to go ahead and get this episode uploaded. Just broke the fourth wall there. I uh, hope to see you guys Saturday. Uh, try to stay cool, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace.